Hello, and thank you for downloading the second of our Max Fun Drive episodes, Batman vs. Superman with Travis McElroy and Ben Blacker. This is a really, really fun episode. Uh, and if you haven't taken a moment yet to check out Max Fun Drive, I encourage you to go to social media, look at hashtag Max Fun Drive. You'll see all the different show hosts interacting with you, thanking you for your donations. And if you haven't done it yet, just go to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate to set up your recurring monthly donation. And don't forget to select the podcast that you listen to so they can benefit directly from your donation. And now, without any further ado, here is episode 56 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Batman versus Superman. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hi, everybody. <laughs> you you what? always be. Sometimes you be. I'm not going to say always, but sometimes you begin like a serial killer. I don't. Yeah, you just lean into the mic and went. You're either a serial killer or you're Wayne Dyer right now. <laughs> You'll never know. All right. Um, My secret. Hello, everybody. Hi. Thank you for listening to We Got This. We I got am Mark. This. this is Hal. Hi. Should we just start over? No. What is going on? I'm trying out some new voices. I'm trying to workshop some this stuff. This isn't your. This isn't your. I have an audition in the morning voice lab. This is Hal Loveland slating for podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you know you that laugh. That? Oh my gosh, did you hear those other people laughing? You heard that laugh. You know that laugh. You know that laugh. That You're laugh a is, of course, Maximum Fun superstar, Travis McElroy. Hello. And we have uh, a returning guest and a dear friend of ours that uh, we've known for a very long time, <laughs> co-creator of the Thrilling Adventure. Are you doing that Hal voice? Is that what that was? Come on. <laughs> Hi, Ben. Hello. Hi, guys. There it is. Ben Blacker. Ben Blacker. I'm a darling of the Nerdist Network. I yes. prefer to be known. Darling of the Nerdist Network. <laughs> I also I prefer uh, podcast powerhouse. Oh wow! <laughs> I, I like the alliteration. That sounds like a drinking game. Yeah. Also, you stop. Do a podcast powerhouse. Listen, you don't trust me. You'll end up with eight shows. They'll drive you crazy. <laughs> well, this is a very special. This is the second of our Max Fun Drive episodes. Yes. Uh, and the reason why we want to release it this week is because Batman versus Superman is coming to films, and I got a text. From Ben Blacker, or he told me in person. I can't remember the full story. I said, told you in person. You told me in person. It's I the 21st I century. It, all, it yeah. all blends together. I wrote LOL. You you no, said... I sent you a text. You sent me a text that said, uh, I want to do Batman versus Superman. And uh, you wanted to argue for Batman. Obviously. And I, in trying to figure out someone who who was on the Superman side, I decided to you send... nine months. I did this all through text. And I sent a text to my my good friend, Travis McElroy, and just simply asked him who would win in a fight, Superman or Batman, which you answered. Superman, he's a god among men. And that is how it happens. The yeah. next thing was he was booked, and now here the four of us are. We're going to hash out before you go see the movie. Listen, yeah. in, in, that was some inside podcasting. Yeah, yeah. this is how it happens. Well, that's, like how the, that's how the sausage gets made right now. Can I, can I tell you what I love about Ben Blacker is uh, it's... It's not that it's not I want to come on this show and figure it out. It's I have chosen a side. <laughs> I am coming on here to defend my side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, the answer just seems so obvious it to is. me. Right. I, well, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Disagree. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say this once at the beginning of this and not say it again. 
as a Batman. <laughs> okay. Oh, sure. Was, all right. <laughs> I was going to throw it to you. I was absolutely going to bring oh. it up. Um, because my argument rests on one thing. Do you have more to say, Hal, or can I get into it? Go, well, I, we'll, we'll talk about some criteria, but go ahead and get into Batman right. versus Superman. First go of all, ahead. it's this. It's not who would win in a fight. That's, that's that. That's that is not, what we were talking about on the way over here. Right? Yes. Now, I don't hang on. Care what you were talking about, not on microphones. Oh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> Getting heated very quickly. Yeah. Zero to sixty. It's not who would win in a fight. That is not what this show does. No. That is not the domain of we have this with Mark and Craig. Who? <laughs> you wish it was with Mark and Craig. Um, well, I do wish. <laughs> Um, Did you say that just because after that was that was ten years of pent up people calling it? I want to go see the thrilling suspense show. <laughs> <laughs> that was you paying it forward like an abusive dad. <laughs> Don't forget who made you. Oh God! Um, but that is not the domain of this show. That is the domain of Friday Fights with Stephen Colbert. Yes. The domain of the show is basically which is better. Yes. Right. Um, and so it's not about who would win in a fight. Now I will. My entire argument can be summed up thusly. Mark Agliardi. Yes. You are a Batman. I, yes, I have done the voice of Batman. What does a Batman sound like? A Batman sounds like this. What does Batman sound like? Yeah, that's how Batman... What does Batman sound like? A Batman sounds like this. Hey, Hal, what's your Batman? Batman sounds like this. Now... Yeah. Now everyone do your Superman. A Superman is this! Superman! It's Superman! No, a Superman (laughs) is... Okay, hold on. I see your a point. Superman sounds like a 1940s announcer. Yeah, I yeah. seed your point that a Batman has a much more distinct, much more recognizable voice. He's a more... But there is a Superman, a Superman voice. You puff out your chest and you stand up very straight and you stand for truth, justice, and the American way. You mean Dudley do right? I, I was actually doing more Sam the Eagle, I think, there at the end. But um... Batman will never be confused with any other hero because he is the best defined hero. Okay, I will give you that. When you when you talk origin I'm, I'm story, here. <laughs> but I think, but I think really looking at the two of them, so we can find some common ground. I think that they stand among a group that has such clearly defined origin stories that I think like Batman, Superman, and like probably Spider Man at mm-hmm. this point. But you could say like, how do they become them? Mm-hmm. That everyone would be like, oh, Batman's parents get killed. Superman gets shot from his planet and lands on Earth and is raised by Mom and Pop Ken. Spider-Man gets bit by a radioactive spider and then Uncle Ben dies. Like every, like, and there's something inherent, I think, about all three of those. And we'll kick Spider-Man out here in a second. Mm-hmm. But get out of here, Spider-Man. <laughs> there's something about all three of those. about Spider-Man for a second when you're done. But I think there's something about all three of those that you hear that and you're like, I get from like a two-sentence description what this character gets, but not in the case of Superman is it relatable, really. Well, I don't know that that's true. I don't feel, I don't, okay, what is the relatability of, I guess, the idea of an outsider? It's a classic immigrant story. Well, it is. Right. No, I mean, he's a classic immigrant. Ben, ben is right. But an immigrant who has, who, an immigrant who can fly. <laughs> sure. And but, has, but, okay, I'm sorry. But, I'm sorry. but Mark, <laughs> let me put it this way. An immigrant yeah. who comes in with a certain set of skills and he's not immediately welcomed because he's different. So Extreme. even though he could improve the, everything because he's coming in with a different perspective, a different set of skills, I say that's a very immigrant story until eventually everyone learns to accept them and goes, oh, you can improve. Did we things. just make, yeah. we just make Superman the underdog with the immigrant story yes. versus yes, the yes. man who is the child I, of rich people? I have a raised hand from Mr. Blacker. Yes, you have the floor. In what Superman story is he not immediately beloved? Well, it's not that he's not immediately beloved. I think it's more of a case of having, to hide, having to hide who he is. 
You know, I think in the Superman movie, those other kids were real mean to him until he ran and beat them. <laughs> that's also in true. Their car. That's true. Oh man, that it's the one good moment of Man of Steel. Yeah, I said it. Where uh, he's like in the closet because like his super hearing is kicked in, and like Ma Kent is like having to talk him down. That was the one moment where I was like, oh, this is the one moment in this movie that I think grasped like probably what it was like for like mm-hmm. young sure. Clark Kent of like in real what life. is going on <laughs> yeah. right now. But like you really yeah. see see that dealt with of like. Puberty plus also I can hear a right. pin drop five miles away. And if I want to look through a girl's blouse, I can. Yeah. And then also her bones. And also her bones. Yeah. Now, but I mean, you just to go back to something that you actually said, um, that was a coherent sentence. Thank you. <laughs> I get one in ten, maybe, if I'm lucky. It's never been this uh combative. Um <laughs> You said that, you know, he has to have a secret identity. Clark Kent is a choice. Mm-hmm. He does not have to have a secret identity. No. He could be Superman full-time. He, he could be, be running the planet. Yeah. Well, and that's where I think the, the, the input of Ma and Pa Kent. There's actually, there's a great Stanley does, like, versions of, in, I want to say it was, like, in the late 90s, yeah. where he did versions of it. And his version of Superman arrives full adult and is, like, full-time superhero and has, like, an agent and does everything like he's booked to do it. And like, he's completely a narcissist and like has no empathy, doesn't care about anybody. And it's like, that's what Superman is without Ma and Pa well, Kent. Listen, if we're arguing who are the better parents, the Kents beat the way. <laughs> 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 uh, or, but if you're arguing who's the better parental figure, uh, is Pa Kent, Ma Kent, or, uh, Alfred. Oh, it's Alfred. I, I will give you that. As a yeah. parent figure. Well, here, here's the other thing, though. You're talking about relatability. To me, Superman no, is more relatable. <laughs> no, 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 no we are going to talk about it. <laughs> and Spider-Man, get out of here. It is <laughs> enough. I you had we, your time. I know we've launched into this, but I don't mean to interrupt, but I am going to. My if goodness, um, Mark. You, you mentioned relatability. We never yeah. have. We just sort of launched in. We didn't set down yes. what yes. are our criteria oh, that we are I looking at. I assume Hal would have Yes. This. So um, let's so talk Hal, about it. We've got relatability. I had so much to say. I know. I, did. I didn't even talk about the Superman ring that I wore for like a decade. You I got it at the Warner Brothers store. You got it at the Warner Brothers store. And I actually, I lost it and replaced it three different times. Wow. I was committed to the Superman ring lifestyle. Wow. That is a lifestyle. Yeah, it was. I had, I had tan lines. Do you have Superman I, tattoos anywhere? I don't. It's the one, it's the one tattoo I haven't committed to yet. Maybe next year? Who knows? Uh, if we get 10,000 listeners yeah. on Max Fun. <laughs> so, all right. Let's, but you'll get the Shaquille O'Neal Superman. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah, the, the steel tattoo mm. that we're all the kids are <laughs> all going crazy for. It's on Fleek, kids. Look it up. Is that a network? Yes. <laughs> Only so on fleek.org. Right pivot. So Great. let's, let's, uh, let's break it down. Pivot. <laughs> we're, we're talking about relatability right now, so we'll mm. stick with that. Relatability. We've Can got, I hear all your categories? Yes, we've got cultural impact. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Done. Okay. I win. No, c- hold on. You. Okay. We've got, we'll get to it. Uh, we've got uh, quality of representation in Batman. media. So we'll go by quality of television shows and films. Let's calm down. Mm-hmm. You stop saying Batman. And Superman. Batman. Is he's gonna have his moment? Ben, when, you're gonna when, have to allow ben, it to happen. Ben Acker, uh, my writing partner, Ben Acker, creators of the thrilling adventure. Oh, and name I drop. Were in college uh, with you, Hal. Yes. But we didn't hang out with you. Nope. Because well, many reasons. I was that kid. Um, we had a saying that was that's so Batman where Batman was interchangeable with cool 
Well, mm-hmm. that's pretty bad. Well, man, I yeah, guess. That's, um, uh, that's pretty bad. And if somebody yeah, says something, it's really well, bad. Well, that's super, man. <laughs> There's a comma in the middle of it, and it's said by a nerd. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so <laughs> not like that's so Batman. Not like that's not yeah. said by a nerd. No, 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 that's not said by nerds. That not that's so Batman is said by cool nerds. <laughs> <laughs> and well, how about this? Alarmed by that. Let's also uh, we'll, we'll if we need a tiebreaker. If we really can't decide, I, I say I think the tiebreaker will be Rogues Gallery. So we'll let's save that. Nobody okay. say anything about okay. Rogues Gallery. Okay. Okay. Nobody say anything. Um, so Batman's Rogues let me Gallery let me talk right. about. I, I just want to say I think that out of the I find Superman more relatable than Batman, and here is why. I get that Batman is a person like like uh, like you or me or you <laughs> you're or really you selling that you're a person or you Spider Man. Get out of get here, Spider Man. Three times. Uh, ring a bell. I don't no, know. That's not a thing. I'm not convinced you're a person. Here's based why. On the way you said that. Let me rewire <laughs> my my small wonder panel. The we are all just human. <laughs> you know how we eat food. Yes. How we are. <laughs> if you lick us, do we not? Uh, what is Lee. it? Lee. Yes. Line. Um, I think that that Batman is is a guy who certainly is flawed, but everything he has so much money. He has he can buy whatever oh, he wants see, that's whenever he wants. That that's a good, <laughs> that, we are here. Why why are all these chairs covered in bearskin rugs, Ben? It just seems like an odd uh, choice for your own. Also under the chairs. Oh my yeah, goodness! Look around. Look around. This is, this is what happens. Space work now. The country bear jam. Microphone's a bear. No, I, I <laughs> look again. I think it's interesting that you relate more to Superman, and mm-hmm. and it is unsurprising given your morals and physique. Yes, but who? Which which Batman are you talking about? You know, there are variations. And is there True, a but also, also, what Superman are you talking about? Just right. the Superman. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> when Superman started, this is my favorite thing Like that mm-hmm. people nowadays who know Superman don't think about. That when he started, the uh, faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings. That was the parameters yeah, of his yeah. power. He, he could not fly. Yeah. He could leap yeah. tall buildings. Yeah. And he was as fast as a speeding bullet. Yeah. And he was he could stop a locomotive. There was none of this like fly around the world and spin yeah. it backward. He was much more relatable at that point because he was just like what everyone wished they could be to stop the evil in the world. I, I think yeah. that's that's the difference between Batman and Superman to me, is that Superman is what we want to be, mm-hmm. and Batman is what we fear we might have to become. It sounds like you're calling him the Ubermensch. I mean, I, I, I didn't say those words. This took a turn. It really I, did. But that is what he is this. Um, there's actually a great play about it that I'm, tr- I'm racking my brain trying to Man remember. Man of Superman. Superman. George Bernard Shaw. No, no, no. It's about... Uh, it's about uh, Jake, it's a play. Jerry... It's about <laughs> Jerry... Hamilton? It's called Hamilton. It's, it's about Jerry Siegel, and it kind of parallels both his creation of Superman, him and uh, Joe Schuster, creation of Superman and, like, Superman. So it's like Superman's a character in it who interacts with Seagull, um, but it's kind of about why Seagull made him the way that he was, that it was sure. like everything that Seagull wished he was was Superman. Um, but I, I think I'm going to kind of uh, debate against myself and say that I actually think Batman is more relatable because Batman represents what we could, like, you look at him as a kid and you're like, if I really buckled down and like studied karate and worked out and invested wisely, I could be, I could be Batman. <laughs> yeah, you could never be Superman. But I think that's what makes him the better hero for me is the only thing stopping me from being Superman is that I'm not Superman. And like that to me, like he's, is that, is that, does that make you lazy though? Like, is it like, no, oh, I'm I lazy because I'm not Batman. <laughs> that's my point is I could be Batman. 
where I'm not so cribblingly lazy. Right. Because, the, 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 I mean, that Superman argument seems uh, defeatist and destined yes. for uh, Netflix. It like, really lets me off the hook. I, I, oh, man, if only I was Superman, I would save the world. But I'm not. But I'm not. So Kimmy Schmidt is yeah. on, like. Well, that's what I'm saying. Batman, hero. Superman, superhero. Right. He's, he's more than whatever I could ever be. Mm-hmm. So, Using super in the correct way. Yeah, indeed. He's more than. He's a superhero. <laughs> Is that correct? <laughs> Anyways. But All right, so, so relatability. So uh, it sounds like it sounds like the three split. of you are are you split as well towards I uh I, I tend to lean with you, Hal, on on the relatability, not because Yes, Batman is human and it's more relatable. It's easier to relate to a human. But I'm looking back at the Superman of the Smallville years mm-hmm. and it is that like I can't really relate to the kid who just or the you know the dark brooding guy who I'm like why are you so angry? You got everything you want in the world. Um I mean, except parents, whatever. <laughs> you could buy parents. Yeah, exactly. You're so rich. That's the core of the character. Look, have well, you not seen uh, the I, toys? I guess, I guess for me, it's um, it's I find I find uh, fighting injustice. I, I find fighting injustice for the sake of fighting injustice more um, warm, fuzzy, relatable than. Fighting injustice for the sake of revenge. Yeah. Well, it's 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 an ideal versus an idea, right? Yeah. It's it's like we said, Batman is an idea. It's mm-hmm. something we can wrap our heads around and something we could conceivably become. Nobody at this table, but a human could right. conceivably. Well, if I really buckle, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not, I'm not willing to count myself out. <laughs> yeah, yet. get what that. Are you, <laughs> what are you thirty-one? You'll be fine. I'm twenty-one. <laughs> Listen, oh God, I look terrible. Get your Ameritrade account together. <laughs> really that's makes it. Yeah, that's all you need is a Just tumbler. follow that green line on the ground from the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> to go to go back to my initial question yeah. to you, Hal, is you know when we talk about Batman, I think we've seen a lot of different Batmans, and and yep. Superman, in the way that he's an ideal, he is also there's a common conception of the character in the way that there is of Mickey Mouse. Except for that weird two-year period where he was both a blue electric bolt and a red electric bolt. <laughs> yeah, Other than right. that, though. And grew his hair really long and was oh, going to be played by Nicolas Cage. Oh, I yeah. a crazy and a, and a steel... Well, a steel, well, the steel human, was a whole weird thing. I think, yeah, I think a that's actually a good point. Is mm-hmm. like that Nicolas Cage movie, which never was seen or right. never was made, that would have been a different kind of Superman, but that, right. that kind of Superman doesn't get off really the ground. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't make a gritty Superman. No. no. Uh, and so when we talk about Batman and relatability, you know, for me, it goes to it goes back to Michael Keaton, to Tim Burton's Batman. Mm-hmm. And that Michael Keaton Batman was a guy. You know, it was a mm-hmm. very, in, in large part because he's Michael Keaton, he's a very relatable guy. He had a sense of humor. He was weird. And he played the whole rich thing very awkward. Absolutely. That, like, that's what sold me thing. on that character. Like, yeah. cause I, I can't the remember how much thing. But that he was very awkward about like the size of the table and like, I, I own yeah, all yeah, of the, this. That, and, uh, the giant table yeah. with Vicky Vale is the most charming scene in yeah. the movie. Yeah. But right. I also feel like I, I liked, I actually liked Christian Bale's take on Bruce Wayne better yeah. because it was more of a secret identity than sure. like mm-hmm. than I thought Michael well, Keaton's was, yeah. but I like Keaton's like as a guy. Yes, I liked his Bruce Wayne better. And I think, yeah, more I duality think, there. Yeah, yeah, it, it leans into that idea that yeah. Bruce Wayne is the mask. Right? Yeah, you know Which what? I'm sick of hearing about. I, as we talk about, it, <laughs> I, I was sitting here thinking when you were you were sort of asking me about Batman versus Superman, and I'm sitting here thinking that that Batman. 
is in a way it's sort of like a Dread Pirate Roberts. There are a lot of people who have been Batman in the comics who have mm-hmm. taken over, whether it's his mm-hmm. like son or daughter or yeah. uh, Robin has to step in and wear the suit. So that in that sense, there is a, there is that thing of anybody could be Batman, whereas Superman, the man is actually the symbol. So in that way, I guess I would have to shift and say that Batman is more relatable because it's people rallying that. behind behind an idea. I so, think there's, there's also something, and, and this bears saying, especially since we're still sort of at the beginning of this, that where you fall on the Superman-Batman spectrum mm-hmm. says so much about you, and I would, we'll just take a quick poll. Mm-hmm. Um, Bubblegum Pop or The Smiths? Bubblegum Pop. Bubblegum Pop. Bubblegum Pop? So you're all Superman people. Yeah. I'm a Batman person, but I'm a bubblegum pop person. Well, you're also very young. But I, I get your point. Like, I, No, no, no. I mean, I am a Batman person. <laughs> yeah. You're a Batman capital P person. I haven't um, heard. But I will also say, like, you're, I think you're right. That, like, I love Batman. I love that. But, like, if I'm going to dream of being a hero, yeah. it's Superman. Like, that's the... I don't want to be the hero that comes in with bruises and, like, broken bones. I want right. to be the hero that stands there as bullets sure. bounce off his chest and he defends <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's the superhero you want to be. One is about wish fulfillment. Yeah. Right? Mm, um, right. But it's also... I mean, Batman is not, not about wish fulfillment because there's something very satisfying in seeing him beat up bad guys. But that's actually my my big problem, okay, with both, but I think Superman, I forgive it a lot more, is that my dad used to, my dad has written a bunch of comics, and my dad always explained, like, the growth of characters, like, whoever takes over a title always wants to be the guy mm-hmm. that, like, redefined what it, that character is. Right. And that's where, like, you see this, suddenly they're strong enough to lift up Mount Rushmore, and it's like, wait, what? No, mm-hmm. he could stop a train. Like, that's where we left it, right? Uh, we all agreed on that. And now he's fast enough to run around the planet in a second. You okay, know, I never thought about this uh, because I like this version of Superman that you're describing, this original version. Yeah. Because that has been frequently my problem with Superman is that he is completely uh, untouchable. That yep. There's nothing... If you have a hero that nothing can beat him, he's a demigod or a god and it's... It's less interesting. Which I think is why, at least for me, the most interesting Superman uh, was Christopher Reeve's Superman. Mm-hmm. Because he was such a, a flawed character. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. He was bumbling and he was he was weird, too. Yeah. Right. Um, he was kind of a dork. Clark and, Kent was a goofy dork who yeah. could not get laid. Yeah. It was great. Where, whereas the least interesting Batman seems mm-hmm. to be this... Ben Affleck Batman. Yeah. It's coming. Mm-hmm. And and granted, we don't know anything about this movie, but sure. he does he seems to be the same sort of idealized figure. I That's honestly I, when this uh when this when I first saw a trailer for this, I just saw a, a bit of it in passing. And uh and my first thought, because I didn't see the top of his uh of his suit, the first thing I thought was Wow, they really grittied up Iron Man for the Civil War movie. <laughs> because all I saw was a flash of gray metal. I thought it was going Robocop. Yeah. <laughs> no joke. Uh, Did you I really? thought it was a Robocop ad. <laughs> but, and, so as long as we talk about that's why I would think my favorite Batman was Adam West. Um, that's crazy. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no hear great me out. Batman. Hear me out. Great Batman. Because what they really played up in that was like the detective. And it was mm. a weird detail. It was a mm. 60s version of it. But it was very problem solving 
and not like stalking through the shadows. Yeah, there's a shark on my leg. Yeah, give me the shark repellent. But, That's but it was great. But problem solved. It's the, and it's the thing yeah, I love most about the video games yeah. too, where it's like so yeah. much about detecting, right? And, and not like he's a smart guy. Exactly. Well, like that's supposed to be the thing is that he's the world's greatest detective, right? Not like he can beat up forty guys at once. But, but it's both, and I think that's what's really interesting about Batman as a character is no matter who is tackling him, and we've seen dozens of great versions of Batman from mm-hmm. Adam West to you know Michael Keaton to whatever the two the greatest as determined by well, this show, like, Kevin Conroy, <laughs> yes, Kevin Conroy or or the Scott Snyder Batman or the Killing Joke or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like in comics, we've seen dozens mm-hmm. that any writer, any creator can choose an aspect of this character to play with. With Superman, that's a lot harder to do. You get two aspects with yeah. Superman: you get teenager and you get adult. And like, really, that's the two, that's the only, you either well, get a Superboy or you get a doll. I think what's been really interesting is seeing writers, and Grant Morrison did this so well, is it's alien or human. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think that's an interesting aspect that mm-hmm. hadn't really been played up before. Yeah. And, you know, other than that, it's Clark Kent or Superman. I mean, they really, they stripped Superman of his sense of humor in the 90s. Yeah. Where it used to be a lot, not necessarily sillier, so much it was just like, what is this crazy thing I've gotten myself into? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they made it a lot more like bland. Yeah, and it just became a lot more of like, you knew Superman was going to catch Lois Lane, mm-hmm. you knew he was going to stop Lex Luthor, and there was no sense well, of fun in it in the 90s until they killed him. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but And that's how it's been up until now. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of, outside of the odd comic here and there, there's not a lot of lightness to that character, which is why... My favorite and most relatable super is right now CBS and Supergirl. Mm-hmm. I, oh, really? sure. I love this show I yeah, see- mostly because of Supergirl. Is She's it great. because it, I, I, I haven't seen the show? Is it similar to Smallville in that it's like new to the powers, new to I'm not no, sure. I never saw Smallville. All right. I like oh, really, it's I really like, good. Smallville's great, and I like the young that's Superman. Awesome. That's that is the version that's relatable to me because right. it's. Uh, it's watching someone who doesn't know, and I guess it came on at a time in my life when it's like, no, 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 you're, you're growing up. It's, you don't know where your potential lies. Uh, even though the rest of the world knows that, knows who Superman is when he grows up. You also knew his Clark wasn't pretending. Right. Like that wasn't fit. Like no, that was not feel a, like it as yeah, an adult, yeah. but when he's a kid, yeah. Clark is Clark. Superman yeah. doesn't exist yet, mm-hmm. so like it's really believable that he's awkward around like Lana because it's like yeah, like he doesn't know what he's doing. Um, and yeah. what I like about this Supergirl TV show is mm-hmm. it's not she's not new to powers, but it is asking the question, how do I be a hero? And there's right. not the foregone conclusion that Smallville had, but there the symbol of the S means something. Okay. Uh, in that world of the show, this as is the world that Superman is already a hero. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, and it's interesting. Like it's an interesting meta story that that is a, a recognizable symbol. You know, mm-hmm. both in the world that we live in and on the show, and it means something to the characters. You know what's funny to me is I I grew up as a kid. I I read a lot of Silver Age, so I was reading mm-hmm. a lot of fifties, sixties, both Batman and Superman. The worst Batman. I, the, the absolutely <laughs> the worst, most boring. It's always like Robin should have gone to the circus. Now now the Penguins got him. Is <laughs> definitely gonna gobble him up. Not nope, Penguin here. I've got Robin. Yeah, do you want him back? Like six o'clock? Okay. No, he can't. Exactly. Yeah, he's at the circus. I found him here. Just wandering around by himself. Yeah. That was so, safe, Batman. Well, the Riddler took it last time. Twenty one dollars fifty cents. Twenty one seventy five this time. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Yeah. No, I gave him dinner. Okay. <laughs> Superman was more centered around goofy stories that, like. Mm-hmm. 
Here's the red kryptonite that, and I brought this up in the Marvel versus DC episode because it's my favorite Superman story. Is that's your favorite episode of your podcast? My favorite episode of my podcast um, is when he gets exposed to red kryptonite mm-hmm. and splits into red Superman and blue Superman. Yes. And essentially, all of his problems are solved. Now he can be with Lois Lane and Lana Lang. He can be on a rebuilt Krypton and be on Earth. Like th- those were were fun stories, but I, they were wildly inventive. Yeah, and I feel like that's what Grant Morrison did in his mm-hmm. Superman. Yeah, comics. one of my early introductions to Superman, and a reason that I really like Superman is uh, I had collections of Viewmaster slides. Oh yeah, I did. Oh yeah, I had the sure. Superman Viewmaster slides, and so for me, Superman was always. It, I didn't read it in comic books. It was something that was visual to me mm-hmm. that was sort of engulfed Not my comic. whole head. And like, and I saw it in 3D, and it's very like, you know, it's so, it's so much. I mean, yes, comic books are visual, but there's something so much more immersive yeah. about yeah. You, a Viewmaster. You just thought Superman was a mute that punched people and burst through walls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, then if you closed one eye, the burst was yellow. Yeah. And if you closed the other eye, the burst was red. Now, but if you had both eyes open, it looked like a big flashy burst. If I may, I, I want to get back to mm. Hell's uh, structure here. But, yes. But it sounds like we're spending a lot of time justifying why Superman is a good character when Batman clearly needs no justification. Right, Batman is right. the... Like, it's ju- we just know. Batman's the superior so, character. We can end this here, but look, let's keep going for Travis. I think, I think we need to keep going. I think there's more to explore. <laughs> okay, I, I do... I, let me, real quick. Go ahead. Right, do it, do a it, rebuttal. It, I was addressed, so I get to rebuttal. <laughs> yes. I think what it is is Batman... Is like your super fun friend that like everyone loves. That's what but, says about but, yeah, he's but, super fun. But like in the at the party, he's the guy that everyone's like, oh, he's your awesome. Yeah, fun. He's the guy. But Superman. But Superman is the guy who's always going to help you move. He's the guy who's always going to pick you up from the airport. And you really have to justify how funny he is. But like when you think superhero, he's the first one you always think of. Yeah. So the, yeah, you have to justify that he's interesting Unless... because they don't write for someone who is like a god among men. They write him to be so incredibly boring. But I. I think the potential of Superman is what makes him so great to me. And every so often you see that utilized in such a way where you're like, yeah, that, that, that's the Superman I want. Right. So well, before, I'm sorry, go ahead. before anybody jumps in, mm-hmm. let's, let's just, I just want to come back to the structure and say on relatability, mm-hmm. Batman has won. Yes. yes. Before we get into the other uh, areas. <laughs> Do we want to go home? I, oh, I want to talk that for a second. Half an hour of <laughs> this? just relatability. How many did you have? Six? There, there are a 900 points of compatibility <laughs> right. on the eHarmony for superheroes. No, this is Max Fun Drive. This yes. is week two of Max Fun Drive. Are you guys, guys add yeah. in the middle? No, this is... I think it's completely right. justified. You yeah. guys take your time. Now, yes. about Max Fun Drive. I want to talk for a second. This would never happen on Nerdist. Because oh. uh, so many people have already started to sign up or... Uh, Raise up their their uh, recurring monthly donation. It's so easy to do, and, and this thank is, you for doing that. Yeah. If you've done that, it's this is the best time to do it. The reason is we have all sorts of thank you gifts. There are crazy things happening on social media. Uh, Travis here could very well be on his way to getting a new tattoo. I believe so. I think yeah. it might. If we hit that five thousand uh, new and upgrading donors, yeah, I think that tattoo. I got one last year. Might as well get another one. But it's pretty soon you're going to be like that uh, that TV show that's Memento, but this time it's a lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one that I thought was a joke billboard for a long time? Yeah, that one. <laughs> but really, I did. Because it looked like something that someone would invent in a TV show or like yeah. in a movie. We're like, I'm in the new tattoo show. I thought that about Heartbeat when I saw <laughs> I saw the poster, the billboard for Heartbeat, and I was like... Oh, are they doing a, a movie about an actor who has a TV show called Heartbeat? Like, there's no way this a girl holding bloody hands in that like teenager heart shape in front of her. And the show is 
oh, she's a cardiac surgeon, but she needs to work on her own heart. Just, and, and I thought you just said heartbeeps, and I'm really disappointed that you didn't. Andy Kaufman, Bernadette Peters, greatest work. I know that you know what it is. Uh, the point I'm trying to make is... My brain. It feels good to donate. So many people have been active telling us how, why they support the network. What do I get out of it? I'm going to tell you. Uh, at the $5 a month level, mm-hmm. very easy entry level, you give that, you get access to bonus content from all of the Max Fun shows. All of them? This is yeah. a fact. Even this one? Uh, yes. Last time I checked, it's 75 hours of bonus content. My really not an exaggeration. Which episodes yeah. are we dropping as bonus uh, content? We, our uh, episode, should I reveal what it is? I feel like at this point I should reveal. We yeah, we can. Yeah. Uh, should you recline on an airplane, which is not only a oh, hot button topic. Oh, we were so angry about but this one. <laughs> I was on a flight recently <laughs> where uh, I sat in a plane with a woman who reclined her seat right into my legs, and I'll tell you guys off the air uh, what I did as revenge. But you can get that episode and uh, another 75, and or also, 74 hours of bonus you, content. If you do, if you do this and you and you uh, upgrade or join, how Loveland will tell you what he did. To I, this, will. To this I will. Person. I will. I um, will. At the $10 a month level, you get a, a custom bandana of your choice, representing all of the Max Fun shows. Mm-hmm. 22 in total. You pick your favorite. Uh, my personal favorite is the We Got This Bandana, which features iconography from all uh from some of our most famous episodes there are catchphrases on it uh, it looks like very much like the bandana i used to wear on my head in high school because i thought it made me look cool did you I, wear a ban- were you a bandana guy i was newsflash did not make me look very batman um i i really like the can i pet your dog bandana the my brother my brother and me bandana yep. the adventure zone bandana all right you're on a million shows. like these bandana the bunker buddies bandana yep. I think there's one more. Is it Schmanners? My brother, my oh Schmanners, yeah, yes. Schmanners, bandanners. That's what we were calling Schmanners, yes. bandanners. That's right. Um, let's go up a level, shall yeah. we? To the twenty dollars a month level, mm-hmm. uh, at which you get the. I, I want to say this properly, so I brought the print out of it. This is the Max Fun Adventure Necessity Collection. Is a paracord bracelet. There is toilet paper. There is a multi tool. Uh, and there is hot chocolate. Everything you need to survive yeah. in the Wildren, as we've established before. That's right. It's not the wilds. It's the Wildren. $20 a month. Uh, then $35 a month. Stainless steel travel thermos. Mm-hmm. It's got a mug in it. It's going to maintain the temperature of whatever beverage you put in it as if by magic. But there's no wizard. There's just the Maxfun logo on it. And all that stuff stacks. So if you do yes. the 35, you get the bandana and the kit and the bonus content, yeah. everything. And, and the up. toilet paper. And which, the toilet by paper. The way, right. I've listened to a lot of pledge drives because I listen to a lot of NPR. And uh-huh. this is the only pledge drive that is giving you toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it says it's like an adventure kit. It could just be an emergency. We ran out of toilet paper at home. Yeah. Kit. Yeah. You know, it's what it's going to become for yeah. at least one yeah. listener who gets it. It's going to be, yeah. I got this adventure kit that used to have toilet paper in it <laughs> until I didn't feel like going to the uh, bodega. <laughs> and now I can't have this hot chocolate anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you upgrade your current donation, you can get these great gifts. So don't think that you're left out in the cold. You are not. And don't forget about the challenge donors. Mark, tell them about the challenge donors. The challenge donors uh, are some really amazing people who have decided that for every... They are currently uh, donors and currently members. Uh, they have decided that for every new member that Maximum Fund gets, they will uh, chip in an extra little amount of money uh, per person. So if you join Max Fund, not only are you helping out... You are adding to the pot that is uh, filling up rapidly from our challenge donors, which will eventually spill over into joy and merriment for all. Okay, so now you're salivating. You're wondering how to donate. You're ready to do it right now. Here's what you do. You go to MaximumFun.org 
forward slash donate. You choose the level that is comfortable for you. You can see all the, all the different gifts that you get there. You can click boxes that, that tells the network which shows you listen to. And those are the shows that are going to benefit from your donation. So I would suggest that you, that you check off the box for our show. Maybe a couple of those sweet McElroy boxes need a check too. There's a lot of them. That's yeah. it. You give your credit card info, you set up your payment and you're done. It recurs every month. If you need to change your credit card, you can. No big deal. They're there for you. It's that easy to do. Thank you for doing it. Quick Thank question. you for everybody. Yes. Is there a maximum amount that I can donate every month? One billion dollars is the maximum per month because the of bank size. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that's <laughs> just F- yeah. That's We're not Batman. regulation. So now let's get back to Batman, okay? okay? Let's get back to Batman. And what are our criteria that we are we're, looking at? We're now let's just go into cultural impact, okay? okay? I think this could be an area where Superman actually holds an edge. Thank and you. here's why. Maybe World War Two. World War Two, right there. Uh-huh. Superman becomes sort of You're a of Captain America. An icon. Well, no. Let me just hear me through. When, uh, Superman carried his shield in and fought the Red Skull. Uh, <laughs> After taking that super soldier. Mark, I'm in the middle of the point. When he carried the shield and then later on got frozen in ice and then Ant-Man got him out Well, because of the Submariner. He did punch out Hitler. He did. Yeah. Same, same as Captain America did. Yeah. That's right. Um, but you know, at that point, who wasn't was punching who out wasn't? Hitler? Who wasn't punching out Hitler? Look, they're, all, they're also... Uh, Superman, the Superman radio show, uh, the story, uh, as told on Drunk History, yes. Superman, uh, after mm-hmm. World War II, uh, there was a serious decline in membership in the Ku Klux Klan because of the Superman radio program. If you want to hear the That's whole right. story, okay, it was a Drunk History story. Yes. Um, but that is true that it dropped to near zero, and that was all thanks to Superman. You know who does a really good job in that, like, uh, in telling that story? Jason Ritter. Really good. He's job. Yeah. He's fantastic. So good. Just so a good. champion. Did he yeah. ever play a Superman? Uh, I yeah. don't know. In our he hearts. He should. I really want to see his new movie, this new, uh, 35 millimeter in sidetracked. Have hey, you heard us? We get sidetracked. Yeah. Here's the thing about Superman. It's ubiquitous. Like, the, mm. si- the, sim- the symbol, that S, that's everywhere. I would say yes. that is true until the mid 70s. I think it still is like a thing where I think it's lost the the connection, but like it's still on t-shirts, on trucks, people have it tattooed on so the So the bat symbol though. I mean, yeah, but I wouldn't I don't think to the same I amount. Ben, I'm just are you like, saying it went away in the 70s or are you saying it got uh matched or passed by the Batman symbol? The latter. I okay. think uh post Vietnam, we mm. entered a darker age. Mm-hmm. Post Nixon, we entered mm-hmm. a darker age. We mm-hmm. no longer had we could we couldn't hold up this uh beacon of light and hope. We right. needed a grittier, darker sure. hero. So we got Marvel. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but, that was a lot of I, but I would agree to your read point. Your, read your, your history. I, I will. I will cede that point for the seventies and eighties. But when you get into the death and resurrection of Superman, I think that it was a huge spike in Superman. Sure. Um, yeah. Well, I, I would say the Doomsday late night. The Doomsday, and then that's where you get Steel and Superboy and mm. the Cyborg and the Last Son of Krypton. And that, that yeah. you know, you're you're talking about comic books, and you're talking about comic book readers, which I I was at the time as well. But that's a very small subset. Of I thought about, I think it transcended uh, the the death and rebirth of Superman. It was I think in the was news, like I agree. As a non-comic book reader, for the most part, like I dabbled, mm. but I knew about Death of Superman. Yeah. 
I didn't know much of the rest of what you just said. Well, the in between, the okay, death and rebirth. There was a whole series in the middle that was crazy. Yeah. Um, but like, I think that that was a it was a huge the death of Superman was a thing that I think other people have tried to do now. But there's so much multiverse that it's like, who cares if Wolverine dies in this one? There's 26 other ones. He's but yes, you're right. That that was on the news. That was a topic of conversation, but. It was very quickly eclipsed by whatever the next thing was. And, you know, we're living in a time when we wouldn't have a Superman film if we didn't have three Batman Well, films. that's because they kept failing at Superman films. Um, one has to wonder why. I, I think that there has not been a good one since the Donner uh, <laughs> Superman. Sure. Mm, two. One and two. Yeah, yeah. his cut of Superman 2 is pretty yeah. great. Um, but not in three. Um, three, yeah. three's the one with three's the robot woman, well, right? Well, no, let's, three is awesome. Let's not, uh, let's not get into the film. Three is the one with the scary robot woman. Woman. It's, it's a terrifying. When she gets sucked into the machine and it's, yeah. We don't need to relive it. My goodness. Uh, but before we get into that, let, let's talk. Richard Pryor. We're, we're gonna get into that. Let's, let's, let's wrap up. Go ahead, please. You know, in, in the right now, in 2016, my adorable nephew, uh, plays with Legos. Kids love him, mm-hmm. uh, and he loves Batman. He is, he thinks he movie. is Batman. He's in the Lego Movie. He's he is has had Batman has much more of a cultural impact currently. I think in we're in a Batman swing. Yeah, right. we're on a Batman years. swing. But I'm going to go with Travis on this one. I would just say, based on the fact that Superman took down the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, I, I would say since 1989, we have been okay. a Batman swing. But I'm, I'm saying over time. Super. I'm saying it's Superman. Over time, over the entire over the past tw- so, over the 20th century. I'm not here to talk about history. Wait, <laughs> let, let me jump in here then. Mm-hmm. And so we've already got a two on one. So I'm either going to tie this or I'm going to swing it back towards Superman. Come on, Justice this Kennedy. This works. I, I have to say that for me, Superman stands for truth, justice, and the American way. We all know that. That's become, an that's become an icon ever since he first raised up that shield and <laughs> threw it and bounced off of the stairs. And there actually is a great album yeah. comic where he does wield the shield and Thor's hammer. It's super it's, cool, you guys. It's one of awesome. the greatest panels. It's perfect. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I think, I think in terms of cultural impact in a larger sense, in, in 80 plus years now or almost 80 years of existence, I think Superman's had more time to have to have a more, uh, a, he's become more than sure, himself. He's Mickey Mouse. Ba- yeah, Batman. Yes. Batman is Donald Duck. Everybody loves Donald Duck. He's like the cooler Batman choice. Is not Donald Duck. Superman is Mickey Mouse. Face. He's the face. Superman is Kermit. You may love other Muppets more, but he's the face of of the Muppets. He's the face of of Superman. I, is the face I'm of totally comics. Totally on board with this. With this so, I love it. It sounds like um, you're denying Superman. Superman takes that. Netflix. While you were talking about the global impact, I just <laughs> want to throw this in. Um, this was a buddy. I was talking to a buddy of mine on the phone, David Berman, uh, multi-time guest on the show. Yes. Um, on the way over here, and we got to talking about Batman and Superman, and he goes, "Yeah, Superman. He's Superman from Smallville, who moves to Metropolis." You know what Superman is? He's the comic book for English as a second language. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to teach ESL, use Superman. Well, this is actually, I was going to mention this earlier. I mean, we're looking at these two characters, and each is the basis for everything that came after. Right. For all of the, I mean, there's a reason why the Superman stuff is like the template. It's the, yeah. blu- the blueprint. Mm-hmm. And why the names are all sort of generic. Yeah. Right. You know, like everything since Wolverine is a variation of Batman. Sure. Who are the variations of Superman less exciting? Yeah. 
I mean, the best I can think of is Booster Gold, who is my favorite well, superhero. I, Booster Gold? Think. Booster Gold is my favorite superhero. But even, even Captain America is... Well, it's sort of a variation on both. Yeah, I, I think he comes from the Superman thing, definitely for sure. Um, but that's the that's the Boy Scout leader. That's kind of that yeah. cookie cutter shape of like yeah. Boy Scout, and that's not fun, like Cyclops. It's not fun, yeah. but like that's what you need, or everything falls apart until they turn Cyclops into Batman. Well, in yeah. the past ten years. Well, yes, that. So it sounds like with the cultural impact, uh, you two are telling a six-year-old child who loves his Batman Legos he's wrong. Yeah. Yep. yep. Grow up. Yeah. yeah. Every day. Mm-hmm. Wake up and smell the Superman. Grow up, you crummy kid. <laughs> yeah. Get a job. <laughs> Don't forget to give, everybody. Don't forget to send your donations. That's right. Also, uh, let's all bring back crummy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so why don't we move to I wish we would. representation in the media? Okay. Let's Batman. take them each one at a time. We did. We kind of covered that. We we we're agreeing it's Batman. One hundred percent. That's the thing. Is like just like one to one comparison. It's Batman. Like there have been, down. There have been so many good Batman movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even even it's most ridiculous. The like the Adam West movie where it was just a cavalcade of ridiculous bad guys. Where it's just like this is fun. Yeah. Like it's just hands down fun. Yeah. Like put Batman the animated series up against any. Quality well, and it's what that. you were saying earlier. The most interesting Superman is not as interesting as uh, portrayed in film yeah. or TV. Is not as interesting as yeah. the least interesting Batman. Yeah. yeah, I mean the the good Supermans are like Smallville and like the sure. Donner movies. And like the thing is, is I feel like uh, there was the one also the really great old uh, cartoon that was like really the angular. Fleischer cartoons. Yeah, oh, I love those. They're fantastic. But like the, any any movie made after like the the Reeve Donner Supermans. Just never seemed to like they didn't get it. Yeah, I always felt like they were trying to make the Nolan Batman, but for Superman. Right. I will mm-hmm. say I I actually enjoyed Brian Singer's Superman. I think the story had problems, but I the think his Ralph. characterization. I, and I liked the style of it. Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. the shooting style was good, but like you throw in like Super Baby and like no, it was a bad stuff like script, that. But I think it was the character was good. The and like. I think Singer understood that character. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. It was, I think it was just, it was probably open noted. But still, it's really it, it, it still not as good as any Batman. Yeah, Look, even the so Batman wins this one yeah. easily. I just want to ask one more question before we move off of this, uh, oh, this measurement. Do you, do you think that the best version of Batman in media is better than the best version of Superman in media? Do we all yeah. agree to that? Because yeah. I think yeah. the best version is probably the animated series from the 90s in terms of Batman. Sure. It's probably the best mm-hmm. one. There's no, there's no or Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael Keaton the cinematic. This is good. We're going live actions. I mean, we've already determined. Yeah, we yeah, but that's that. the thing. Is like the best yeah, version I mean, of Superman is at back, like that's why he's so good in the Justice League, right? Where it's just like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, seeing him interact and be the leader, mm-hmm. that's him. That's like that's his thing, and that works so well in the modern day. Yeah, where him on his own is like, okay, every he's that's it's just. He wins. Yeah, he time. can make time go backwards. But yeah, he's going to win. <laughs> he just, overpowered him. When you put him in Justice League, is it just who's going to move the kryptonite away from <laughs> Superman this time? <laughs> <laughs> he sort of said, Aquaman, come on, just go throw it at the okay, bottom of the Marion stretch. Your ring, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so so what else do we have here? Uh, we have, the, well, we have. The, I mean, those we are have battle, but that's easy. Superman. We talked about that. Look, we've seen it as time one of the and again. Batman has kryptonite. He busts it out. Here's the problem. Okay, so the kryptonite thing has been over. overblown yes. because it's just supposed to take his powers away. And somewhere along the line, it evolved into poison. Right. Instead of just like, I'm a normal human man to like falling down in front of him. Mm-hmm. I would say that even like 
even Superman without his powers could still just shoot Batman in the face. I'll <laughs> <laughs> never do that. Well, neither would Batman, though. None of us have seen this order, movie yet. This in, movie may just well, be Superman in, shooting in, in Batman. In order to stop Superman, he would have to kill him. Because eventually Superman would regain his powers. Mm-hmm. Like, right. that's the thing. There's no prison you could put Superman uh, in. Oh, not even a kryptonite prison? No, because right. he's guys, also super smart. Guys, like, that's Superman the other thing. Is he like, is quite super he smart. is, in fact, super smart. He's compared to a supercomputer numerous times. Like he is. I'd say he's rather clever. Can I can I just say I love the idea of Superman with a small pearl handled pistol? Yeah, <laughs> the just in case. Yeah. You, know. you know what? Yeah, I have no idea. Maybe this is the time the, the kryptonite really <laughs> takes effect. I've got to be able to defend myself. I've got a whistle and a gun, and I'm all equipped. But it's also like it's not it's not like he hasn't faced off against kryptonite before. That's every sure. other issue. So it's like. He's probably figured out a way around right. it at this point. Also, yeah. Hal, if you've got the gun, you don't really need the whistle, right? <laughs> you don't know? All right. What if the gun misfires? Red Superman gets the whistle, Blue yeah. Superman gets the gun. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. Hal eventually, in a mini-episode, has to choose between Red Superman and Blue <laughs> Superman. Don't. Don't make By me himself. do it. Yeah. Because I, I am not interested. Yeah. It's also you important. are the listener. <laughs> it's also important to know Superman does have other weaknesses, like his own fingernails. Fascinating. Oh, yeah. yeah, his own super strong fingernails can cut him. That's, That's right. demonstrated more than once. Um, well, more than once? Yeah, because it's, well, it's well. usually used when he needs to take a blood sample for something. That he, like, will use it to, what? like, cut himself. I'm sorry, could you cite precedent? I, I can't specifically, but I do know that it's used multiple times. I mean, it's comic books. Oh, it was that one comic book where Superman had to wait 12 days to see if he had AIDS. <laughs> what? <laughs> he bit that bat, and he really wanted to find out if he had AIDS. <laughs> There were a lot of very special comics in the yeah. 80s. Oh. Yeah. A lot we had to learn. Um, but yeah, and also I think getting punched a bunch is what, uh, is what Doomsday does. Just beats him sure. to death. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he's Which got is... sharp, uh, sharp horns on his, yeah, on his, so like, the claws. Superman can't be drowned, right? Correct. Because so he can fly through space without a suit. Right. right. He doesn't so he breathe. can just hang out underwater. Yeah. Alright. Just, I was just curious. Yeah. Just a sidebar. Uh, Aquaman related. Yeah. Before we come to our final decision, I just wanted to take another second to talk quickly about Max Fun Drive, and I forced Mark to leave the room so that I could be joined just by Travis McElroy, six-year vet, and the reason why this show is on the Maximum Fun Network. Uh, well, you say that, but I would say a big part of it is that it's a great show, and you are a good friend of mine, and I really <laughs> wanted you to be on the network. Fair enough. Um, because I like having my friends do the things I like with me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, it's the magical thing about the Maximum Fun Network is that because it is listener supported and because it's donor supported, uh, we're constantly on the lookout, you know, for good shows to add to it. We're constantly trying to grow the network. It's, we're very active. You know, sometimes there are, are very passive shows or there are shows that are on a network because that's who hosts them. But the Max Fun Network is special because, uh, we have a very active Facebook group, a very active Reddit, very active Twitter. Like everybody, we have the Max Fun Con. Like, we make it a family, and so it's always great when we get to add new shows like we got this to the network. And I will say this because I am not you or Mark, and so I can I can make a bit more of a impassioned plea for your show. When we add new shows, we really need support for those shows. So if you've enjoyed We Got This and you like having them on the network and you either haven't donated yet or you've been a donor before and you've been looking for an excuse to upgrade your donation, this is the time to do it because we're not going to have another Max Fun Drive for a year. And this is the time to support the things that you love. Part of the thing that makes Max Fun special is it's all about enthusiastically, unashamedly supporting the things that you love. And if you love this show like I do, you should support it. 
I was not prepared for how engaged the community, like the Max Fun listeners, are everywhere. It's like amazing. It's, it's really been making new friends and uh, finding new people to tell me that I'm wrong on social media, which yeah. is it's which I love. It's I love getting thing. that feedback every year when I have to talk about how great the listeners are. It's the easiest job I've ever had in the world, and I'll, I'm getting choked up now talking about it because I love our listeners, and I love. Yeah. I mean, they support my family because of donations and uh, because uh, of them supporting the network. I'm able to create the things that they love and that I love doing. Um, yeah, and so. It's a very, very special thing. So um, we've had uh, – we talked about the, the pledge gifts for 5, 10, 20, and 35. Yes. Where you get the bonus content, you get the bandanas, you get the adventure kit, and you get the thermos. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are higher levels. Um, the thing is, this is always, too, one of the things that I always go out of my way to say – that we know that not everybody can give at the higher levels. You know, sure. even if you if you can do five, great. If you can't afford to do five, I understand it. We've all been there. Of course. But if you can afford to do a little bit more, say you're 35, there's a secret $50 level for upgrade donors. What? For upgrade donors. What? And you still get all the rewards when you upgrade. Um, so it's great. There's also a $100 level. Yes. Which seems like a lot. But it goes a long way to support the shows that you love, um, especially if you listen to all 24 of the Max Fun <laughs> shows. Um, but you get all that stuff we talked about before, and you become a member of the Culture Club, which means that once a month, one of the uh, Max Fun content creators will pick some form of media. Yes. Maybe it's a movie or a book or an album, and you will get sent it. Right. It will be great. We picked one recently. Should I tell what it is? Sure. Uh, it was a, a DVD of Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. <gasps> Only one of the greatest Christmas specials That's of all such time. such a good one. Muppets and music. Uh, it's pretty amazing. I got to do one once, and it was a jazz uh, fusion album that Griffin <laughs> and Justin and I grew up listening to uh, by a, a group called Buckshot LaFunk. And the album <laughs> was Music Evolution. And it's that's really amazing. good. And we got to share that with you because that's part of what makes Max Fun Max Fun is it sharing the stuff that you like. Yeah. Um, and so the highest level you can donate at is $200 a month, which, as I said, sounds like a lot. Yes. But you get all that stuff we've talked about and you get free registration to Max Fun Con 2017. Yes. And that's huge. It's one, Max FunCon always sells out. Two, it's the most fun an adult can legally have. It's super great. Yeah. Um, I've gone a couple times, and it's basically a weekend-long party, hang out with some of the coolest people, like-minded people who love the stuff that you love. Like, you can go from having lunch with Paul F. Tompkins to seeing a comedy show to having dinner with Maria Bamford. It's a really great experience, and you can do that if you donated $200 a month. That's right. There, there's no place where you can you can go and have like a the, this great summer camp experience, but also do like a trivia night with yeah. run by John Hodgman. Mm, correct, which sounds like the scariest and most fun thing <laughs> you can possibly do. It gets so, crazy. Yeah, we have a goal for this drive of five thousand new or upgrading donate donors, and uh, it's been going really well so far. Yeah. It's possible at this point we may have hit it already, and even if we have, it never hurts to keep. Uh, to keep adding to that total because next year the goal is only going to be greater. Uh, and this is a really good chance to become a member of the Max Fun family. And here is how you do it. You go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. And, and the key, if I may, yes. is to do it now. Because mm-hmm. you're listening to this and maybe you think, oh, yeah, I'll totally do that later. And then it's going to slip right out of your head. 
and pretty soon Max Fun Drive is going to be over, and you're going to miss your chance to get all of these amazing Max Fun Drive rewards. So yes. do it now while you're thinking about it. I don't want you to cry. I want you to go and set up your donation, whatever level you feel comfortable with. We've outlined a bunch of them over the course of the show, and then uh, you fill out your credit card information. But the most important part is. For all the shows that you listen to on this network, you can check a box for each one, and those shows will benefit directly from the donation that you set up every month. And that's it. You don't have to think about it anymore unless you want to uh, upgrade your donation in the middle of the year because uh, you got a new job or you got the raise that you uh, so greatly deserve. Uh, Or if you change your credit card. That's the only reason you really need to go back to the website. Uh, And you're all set. You get your gifts at whatever level you donate. And and you become a part of uh, my heart and Travis's heart and Mark's heart forever and evermore. And don't miss out on the best part, which is as soon as you donate, you tweet at Hal, you tweet at Mark, and you say, I used to be a donor to support, we got this, so they can say thank you. That's right. And we're all going to say thank you uh, until the drive ends, at which point we'll just be saying thank you when people uh, are nice enough to say I listened to the show and I enjoyed the show. I'm so, going to run through three things real quick before we wrap up. Real quick. One. There's a Max Fun Meetup Day on the 22nd. Yes. Um, we're trying to get them everywhere we can. So at local time, 7 p.m., um, go to maximumfun.org forward slash meetups and see if there's one near you. If there's not, you can email Stacy, S-T-A-C-E-Y, at maximumfun.org and see about setting one up near you. On the 25th, to wrap up uh, the Max Fun Drive, we're going to be doing a live streaming Jordan Jesse Go. So make sure to look for updates on that so you can watch it and enjoy it live from Max Fun HQ. Uh, and we have the challenge donors, which we mentioned before. For every new and upgrading donor, we have people who have committed to give a little bit more for those donations. So you're ready to do it right now? So go do it right now. And we're going to wrap up this very important argument. Well, yes. I do think he's more powerful than Aquaman. Do we want to also have that conversation? Yeah. I'm a uh, big Aquaman. Okay. So why. it sounds like uh, we didn't even make it. Fan. We didn't make it to the t- <laughs> Oh, no. I think Thank you. Good night. Down here. First ever Erica Christensen reference <laughs> in any podcast I've ever been true. a part of. I wish um, that were true. Okay. So it sounds like we, we laid out three criteria. There wasn't even a tie to, to even go towards. If, if it had gotten to Rogue's Gallery, Batman would have won yeah, would because have the Joker. Come on. Um, so Can you I, name five Superman villains? Yes. Uh, Metallo, Lex Luthor, um, you've got Bizarro, Mr. Mishka's Pitalik, um, and then. Oh, no, oh not and there Yiddish was. Villains. What, what? Not Yiddish villains. No, Mr. Mishka's <laughs> Pitalik was a tiny. Uh, it was a tiny, like, pixie spirit, you know, thing. You that don't have to tell you me who Mr. Mr. Mishka's Pitalik is. Um, Mishka's Pitalik. Yeah. All right. Okay. And then there was, uh, well, it ended up being his brother, but it was, anyways, a fake guy who actually was weak against lead instead of, uh, uh, but also, also, uh, it's not, it was Monel was his name. Let me just throw in Brainiac. No, and Brainiac. This has been a SmackDown. It really was. A pop culture SmackDown fitting of the movie that you'll probably go see this weekend. But first, make sure you listen. To this episode of this podcast and tell your friends to do the same. Well, they've so done they know. that. That's how they're hearing you tell them to listen. Listen. Put that at the beginning. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. We'll move that around. I don't understand how time works <laughs> or podcasts. I'm still figuring it out, Travis. Okay. But let me say this. People of the world, when you go to see Batman versus Superman in the theater, ruin the ending for everybody. Yeah. Okay? Just tell them, hey, guys, I listened to We Got This with Mark and Hal. 
they had Travis McElroy and Ben Blacker on, and they already decided that Batman is better than Superman, oh, okay? Is that what we decided? That's oh. what we decided. <laughs> I thought I'd won. You did. It's sort of unceremonious. Yeah, it, was, it was two to one. It was two to one, right? Culturally, it was two to one. Went to Superman. Okay. Superman oh, is in our hearts. We yeah. Well, I also yeah. voted for Batman for relatability, so I can't actually be mad yeah. about it. You'll say to people in that theater, guys, Superman may have a lot of cultural impact, but Batman is so cool that he has supplanted the word cool. Yep, too. So now, and it's also supplanted, not surplanted. I knew it when I said it, so Sir nobody Planted write about it. Planted was my favorite rapper from like exactly. the 90s. <laughs> when you're listening to Surplanted on the way home, you're going to have such a contented feeling. Oh, his album Seeds with that- the seeds. <laughs> yeah. Germinate. Of the two. <laughs> I thought that's who Superman was when he went back in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. a lot. <laughs> The better of the two is Batman. Batman wins, asked and answered by uh, the first of our guests, Ben Blacker. Ben, thank you for joining us again. Plugs. Tell us. Tell us <laughs> your plugs. Doing? Tell us. Plugs. Give Where we can find yeah. you. Guys, uh, I host a weekly podcast called The Writer's Panel, which is on the Nerdist Network. Uh, I did an interview in January with David Goyer, who oh. wrote uh, both this Superman versus Batman movie Very cool. and the previous uh, Batman movies with Christopher Nolan. And it was a really fun interview. It was interesting to hear his take on uh, his movies, some of which I loved and some of which I did not love. And uh, But he was a great guest and talked in depth about his process. And that one is coming out? That was out in January. That, that oh, was out in so January. So you can go find it right now. Yes, I recommend Great. people go. If they're looking for a, a way into the Writer's Panel podcast, that's a good one to listen to. Yeah, if you have not heard uh, Writer's Panel, it is fantastic. Ben mm-hmm. is uh, is... As talented at, at moderating and interviewing people as he is at writing, which is saying a great deal. I'll tell you what, we don't have a lot of crosstalk on my show. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's boring? Yeah, sounds yeah. boring. <laughs> Travis. I I host eight shows. Yes. I, will not, I will not go into all of them because they are far too many. But if you go to McElroyShows.com, mm-hmm. you can find all of them, including the ones hosted by my brothers and uh, some of our video stuff, too. Uh, what I want to plug... Oh, six of those eight are on MaximumFun.org. So what I want to the plug... The other two are Doug Loves Movies. Uh-huh. And WTF. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I also want to plug uh, the Max Fun Drive. It's going on now. Um, I've got a bunch of shows on there, and it is through donations. I've been with Max Fun for going on six years now. So it's through donations and support from listeners like you that we are able to build the network. It's why we have shows like We Got This on the network. We are able to grow and add new shows that I do and add new shows that other people do and continue to grow thanks to listeners like you. So if you'd like to become a donor, go to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate. Thank you, Travis. And thank you, Ben. And there are many more topics to cover. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets. Or check out the Maximum Fun subreddit. There is an argument happening right now. Or why don't you already go to Facebook.com forward slash We Got This Podcast or email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thank you to Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and our award-winning theme song, respectively. And thank you to you, the listeners out there. I just want to say, we appreciate... You're helping us grow the audience for the show by rating us, by sharing, by participating in things like Max Fun Drive. It means the world to us. Thank you. Thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. And for Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everyone. We, we got, got this. I'm Batman. I also got this. We got this. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.